The following conversation with climate activist Andrew Skidmore, a 15-year-old student at Ben's Summit High School, aired on November 8, 2019 on the Radical Songbook on KPOV, 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. The Radical Songbook is hosted by Michael Funky. It is a two-hour show highlighting the role that music plays in social justice and protest, and it airs Fridays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. And so my guest, Andrew Skidmore, is here in the station with me. And I think it was it was back in September when I first became aware. Uh, I, I heard Andrew speak. He was one of several local high school students who spoke at this massive uh, climate strike that, that took over all four corners at the intersection of Wall Street and Greenwood Avenue. That was on September 20th. And I don't know, estimates range from four to 600 people, but it was it was a crowd, let me tell you. And many of them... Uh, were local high school students and middle school students, uh, and a handful of them spoke very eloquently, I would say, in support of immediate government uh, action against climate change. Largely speaking with no notes or talking points, um, it was really impressive. Um, students, student climate strikes started last spring here in Bend and around the world, and they continue every Friday here in Bend at 4 p.m. at the corner of Greenwood and Wall. So I asked a few of the students, and say some of you are listeners, you know that I had uh, Freddie uh, Finney-Jordette on uh, last spring talking about uh, the, the beginnings of the student strikes uh, back then. And you can find a podcast of his, uh, our conversation, and actually his conversation will, uh, that conversation will air again here on KPOV on November 20th. You'll hear more about that coming up. Uh, but um, anyway, I did ask a few of the students who spoke at the September 20th strike to join me on the radio. Andrew was the only one that responded. <laughs> and so here we are. Glad to be on the show, Michael. Yeah, thanks so much for, for coming in. And you are a freshman at Summit High School. Yeah, I am. Um, and how old are you? I'm 15 right now, Michael. 15, okay. How did you, um, how did you become uh, an activist, uh, and specifically a climate change activist? What, what brought you to this point? Well, I first got involved in climate change activism through Al Gore's Climate Reality Project. I went to a training that was in Bellevue, Washington, but they take place all around the world. And it was really interesting and I think very eye-opening to hear from scientists and community leaders and experts on the subject about kind of the urgency of action on climate change. And as part of the training, I'm supposed to give 10 speeches or quote-unquote acts of leadership on climate change. And so far, I've talked to well over a thousand people, mostly students, about the effects climate change has and how we're supposed to address it. So when I heard you speak on September 20th, that was one of them? Um, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it seemed to me, I, my sense at, at that event was you hadn't necessarily planned to do that. It was kind of spontaneous. Yeah, no, I didn't know I was speaking until I was <laughs> on stage, basically. How did you hear about this? this uh, the Al Gore's? Uh, the climate, climate reality. reality. Sure. So um, my mom and my brother did the training, uh, I think, the year before me. And after they came back and after hearing about it a lot, it sounded really interesting to me because I'm a person that cares about the natural environment. I think really everyone living in Bend does because we're surrounded by such like great rivers and lakes and mountains. And I didn't want to see that go away. And so I wanted to get involved however I could. And I saw the climate 
reality project as kind of a stepping stone into the world of climate change activism. So you so you are actually are part of a family of people who have all been involved with that issue, among other issues. Yeah, that's correct. I think my entire family is very politically active, especially on climate change. It, your mother, who's sitting here with us, your mother is a member of the – Caroline is a member of the, the ben, school, uh, ben Lapine School Board. That's correct, yeah. 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 So um, – and you have older brothers that are also active. I have a older brother who's also active a good deal in climate change. And and when was Climate Reality Project? Um, I think that was 2017, so it was a few years ago. Oh wow. Okay. All right. So so you went to that and you came back home. Were you, you so you weren't in high school yet when you? No. Obviously, you were in middle school. I think I was in seventh grade at the time. So yeah, <laughs> middle school. So so were were there other students your age that were at this event in Bellevue, Washington? Yeah, there were. I was really surprised by how much the people there had already accomplished. There was a group of students who um, were involved in putting warning labels on gas pumps. You know how in Australia they have the um, plain packaging law for cigarettes where they put the government warning on the packaging? The idea is basically it's like that, but it's on the handle of the pumps to put gasoline in your car. And so it's basically saying, if you're going to put this into your car, you should at least understand the effects it has on the world around you. Wow. wow. Yeah. So there were people that were doing that. That the people that you met, that you met up in in Bellevue, where there were there were activists who were putting that on those things on fuel pumps here in this country. Um, yeah, I believe so, or at least yeah. trying to. Yeah. Yeah. How how many days were you up there? Uh, I think it was four, and for the entire four days, we were hearing from scientists, from panelists. It was it was a four days that was just packed full of speeches and panels by climate scientists and activists. So what have you learned about the climate that makes this an important issue for you? Well, for me, what really kind of pushed me over the edge on this is the scope of the problem. They've done studies, and they found that progress made on human health by modern medicine might become undone due to the effects of climate change by the end of this century. And it's not just things like that. It affects the entire planet. Like, the ice caps are melting, and soon, I think it's about 10 countries that might become completely underwater by the end of this century because of climate change. It's also, like... Even stuff like the food we eat that's threatened. Some of people's favorite foods like sushi and coffee, like those plants and those animals might go extinct because of the effects of climate change. I don't think people realize the sheer scope of the problem and how much worse it's going to get. Climate change is about the entire world. Yeah, and I don't think people understand the impact it's going to have on world conflict. Like, it's a well-known fact that civil unrest leads to conflict. And in places like Syria, the re- or one of the reasons why the war there has gotten so bad is because millions upon millions of farmers lost their land and their crop yields because of climate change-induced droughts. And so it's such a big effect on national security and global security that I think it really merits action. Another thing is that Soon enough, climate change will cause such extreme water shortages that countries will be fighting wars over water, probably within my lifetime. Is there an organized student club that deals with this issue at at Summit High? Uh, There is. It's the Roots and Shoots Club, which is an environmental club. What's it Um, called? Roots and Shoots. Roots and Shoots. Okay. I think every school has some form of environmental club. Some of them do more than others, and it's my understanding that Summit is one of the better ones in the district. You have worked with other students in other high schools here in Central Oregon around Mm -hmm. this issue. 
through the Climate Reality Project, I've done a lot of presentations to various middle schools and high schools. Really? And I think the students, after the presentation, they really seem to understand the scope of the problem. I've had like three people out of probably 1.5 thousand that I've presented to that thought climate change wasn't real or wasn't a big deal or didn't merit action. I think the youth of this country are really starting to understand that this is a gigantic problem and one that's going to affect our generation really more than any other. So this is like 1,500 roughly people? Roughly 1,500 that I've presented and to. And these are through um, presentations that, are, that you're able to do in the schools? Yeah. And at middle school and elementary school levels? Um, middle school and high school level. Middle, yeah. Okay, middle school and high school. And you've been doing that ever since the Al Gore? Thing. Yeah, so since about 2017. And how long, like what kind of presentation do you give? Can you give us a, a, I mean, I know we've probably already talked about it, but how long is it? What, you know, is this an involved question and answer period sure. with students? So what's it like? Yeah, I shoot for about 30 minutes per presentation. In the Climate Reality Project, I'm really grateful they like send out slides designed specifically for these presentations that you can find online and put together into your own presentation. And then at the end, I have a question and answer period that I try to make last like 10 minutes or so. A number of students from Realms and Bend High Schools were um, spoke at the Bend City Council meeting Wednesday night uh, on the climate action plan that uh, that the city council is is uh, is debating, and that meeting went on so long. I don't actually know what happened at the end of that meeting, but you're I understand you're on the climate action plan committee. Yeah, the climate action steering committee, and we've just finished putting together the community climate action plan or CCAP, and the city council is voting on that. Um, Friday or no, not Friday. Wednesday, December fourth. Okay. And one thing I'm supposed to do for the committee is get a lot of people to the meeting, and we want especially a big youth presence there. And so, if you are able to make it to the December fourth city council meeting, you should absolutely show up in defense of local action on climate change. And that would be at City Hall, which is at seven ten uh, Northwest Wall Street. It's not a very big room. Folks. That's true. So if you're planning to go, the meeting starts at 7. I assume you're talking about having people speak at the beginning of the meeting. Largely. Yeah, that would be great. Um, yeah. There's two ways you can do public comment. You can do a written public comment through, I think, like email, or you can do a spoken public comment, which I've done before a few years ago. And I understand that it's really intimidating to get up in front of, like, the cameras in the city council. So even if you just want to leave a written public comment in support of the, com the community climate action plan, that would really go a long way in addressing climate change on a local level. Yeah, you can go to listeners if you don't know. if you All you really have to do, the easiest way, in my view, is just Google City of Bend and, and their web, the website will come up and you go to the city council portion of the website and it'll give you the email addresses for each of the city council members. You can also email, it's, it's like city council all or something like that that goes to every city council member. What role have you been playing on the committee? I see my role as kind of providing a youth perspective on climate change issues and climate change action because I think our generation really understands the scope of the problem since more than any other generation in history, we will be experiencing the impacts of climate change. And it's really been so great to work with people that also have a shared understanding 
of how big the problem is and how necessary it is that we address it. So it's really been a positive experience to work with like-minded people to put together what I think is a really great plan that I would love to have the city council pass. Are there other young people on that committee? Um, We had one other youth representative. She was 17, but she left for college. So I'm the only one left. (laughs) So... We often hear, and not just about this issue, but but about just about any issue that comes up that that young people are active around. Uh, you know, critics who say you should be staying in school, that you're too young to understand this stuff, uh, that uh, it's a complex issue, and so I'd like to know what your response to that is. But also, I'd like to know. So, it's, are you? T- I assume you're taken seriously by the adults that are on this committee. Yeah, I, I definitely am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do? You, but how do you respond? Have you ever heard that from anybody? Um, I have heard that, and I think we saw this a lot during the gun control movement for yeah. March for Our Lives. Yes. They try to tell people that because we're young, that they can immediately discredit all of our ideas, and it's not like. It's not just young people's opinions. It's young people echoing the science behind this issue. There have been over or around 14,000 studies that have proved that science or that climate change is both real and human caused. And less than 24 studies have shown that climate change is not real or not human caused. And 97% of scientists believe that climate change is again both real and human caused. So the youth in this movement are just echoing what the science is already saying about this this issue. And I think people are like just looking for an excuse to ignore the science because it's being repeated by young people. How can adults help local students who are active in climate change? Um, I think, well, adults have a power over government that young people don't have, and that's the power to vote. And so I would say just vote for whichever candidate is acting most strongly on climate change. And to be honest, there's one party, the Democratic Party, that is acting on climate change, while the Republican Party is actively slowing down the public discourse on climate change. I think the Republican Party is largely a corporatist party. Interesting story. Climate change was discovered by Exxon, which was an oil company. So their own scientists discovered the problem, and then they hired other scientists to cast doubt on their research to lie to the public and tell them that climate change isn't real while they build their oil rigs higher off the surface of the ocean to account for the sea level rise that they know is coming. So really, corporations are trying to trick the public into thinking that climate change isn't real or it's just a theory or it's not human caused. And it definitely is. And we are running out of time to address this. And so I really think people have to vote for whichever candidate is acting the strongest on climate change. So that wouldn't I I suspect that wouldn't include the president of the United States who uh, considers climate change to be a hoax. Yeah, I think it's really, really pathetic that our country elected a president that pulled out of the Paris Accord. The United States is currently the only country on the planet that's not in the Paris Accord. And we're yet to enact any significant climate change combating policy and fossil fuels in this country despite completely destroying the natural environment, are subsidized to the tune of $200 billion annually, which is 10 times more than this country spends on education, more than it spends on its military, and seven times more what it spends on subsidizing renewable energy. So the United States government is actively making the problem worse. 
It's really a corporate-caused problem. I think it's 71% of global emissions are produced by just 100 companies. And so it's we're really sold a lie that climate change is about, say, like biking to work or eating less meat. It's the corporations that are causing this problem and refusing to fix the mess they made. Yeah. But at the same time, you, you would agree, I'm sure, that anything that any individual can do to uh, in their in their personal lives to you know, be more environmentally conscious, I guess, would be well, of course. the right thing yeah. to do. I've gone vegan to try to cut down on my carbon footprint, but I think it's really important to remember that a lot of people in this country, due to wealth inequality and poverty, are unable to take significant action on climate change. Yeah. And it's not an individual problem. Like, like I said before, 71% of the world's emissions are produced by just 100 companies. It's really a corporate problem. If, if any other students that are that are, that are listening and are parents of students, uh, is there a way that they can get in touch with you or get in touch with other local student activists here to um, to join in? Well, I know the Environmental Center is always looking for volunteers, especially youth volunteers. I also really highly recommend. Al Gore's Climate Reality Project. They have many trainings a year all over the world. So there might be some that are close to Bend coming up. So I'd really recommend young people get involved with that and especially the Environmental Center. In the Environmental Center, which is uh, uh, an ally of KPOV here in Bend, if you're interested and you're not familiar with the Environmental Center, again, all you really need to do is just Google the Environmental Center Bend and you'll get all kinds of information and ways that you can plug in through that organization. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Andrew Skidmore. Thank you for coming in. It's been thank great. you for having me on air. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and a program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.